0: Hi, welcome to episode 495 of the Fantastic Forecast. I'm Dave Elliott. And if any listeners of this podcast want to punch any non-listeners in the face, be my guest. I'm sure they had it coming. Today it's Fantastic Four, Volume 3, Number 66, a.k.a. Fantastic Four, 495, from April 2003. Big Stuff, Part 2, by Mark Wade and guest artist Mark Buckingham. So in the last issue, Reed shrunk Ben down in size so he can search the ventilation system for a giant alien cockroach. And Johnny had his wallet stolen by a company that was trying to uncover the secrets of unstable molecules. But by tampering with the wallet, they unleashed a chain reaction that may destroy the entire universe. Yes, in this issue, the FF have to face the twin menace of the giant cockroach, and the killer wallet from Johnny's back pocket. So Johnny and one of his co-workers with FF Inc. see that the wave of unstable molecules has melted one guy and is now affecting the entire room. So they get the hell out of there fast. Soon they have to evacuate the entire building, the headquarters of Mr. Sorority's uh, fashion company. Johnny flies off carrying one of his co-workers, Gian, a fellow executive, that hasn't been scheming and plotting behind Johnny's back. He says that the chain reaction might soon engulf all of New Jersey. He says that like it's a bad thing. Back at the Baxter Building Ben is fighting that giant bug but Reed doesn't want to harm the animal just subdue it and return it to its own home dimension and then the bug bites Reed on the arm so while Reed doesn't want to harm the bug The bug has no such reservations about harming Reed. Reed says, I prefer not to hurt the bug, but I don't always get what I want. And he punches the bug with a long, stretchy arm. Reed tells Ben to hold off the bug, and he'll be right back. Ben says he'd like to find a big magazine and roll it up. Instead, he punches the bug, and they crash through the wall and into the bathroom. Reed comes back with his giant size uh, reducer machine which is about eight or nine feet tall, and very thick and large. How the hell does he fit that into the bathroom? The answer? The artist solves this problem by not drawing any backgrounds. That's how it fits. Reed tries to turn it on, and it goes click, click, click. It's not working. Meanwhile, Sue is driving down the road in a convertible. A convertible? Why are the FF using cars all of a sudden? I've never seen Sue drive a car before. What about all the different fantastic cars? So she's driving along, still upset with Johnny. When that lady, Jian, is dropped into the passenger seat from above, Johnny tells her to take the wheel, and he grabs Sue and flies away. That's kind of a dickish thing to do to poor Jian. She's lucky enough to grab the wheel and apply the brakes before she goes crashing into something and dying. Fortunately, there's no other cars on the road. Yeah, like Mark Buckingham is going to waste his time drawing other cars. Back with Reed, he pulls a small gun off the shrinking machine and zaps Ben with it, making him grow large, large, larger than normal. I bet Donald Trump wishes he had a gun like that, so he could use it on his small, stumpy little fingers. So Big Ben chases after the bug, and all Reed can do is think about how much money it's going to cost to repair all the damage. Ben finally catches up to the bug, punches it, and knocks it out. He grabs it and says it's time to put it back where it came from. Back at the headquarters of Mr. Suardi's company, Johnny explains to Sue what happened, how the unstable molecules are engulfing the entire building. He says maybe she should uh, put up an invisible force field around the entire structure. She asks, Are you insane? It's too big for her to put a force field around the entire thing. Did she put up a force field around Manhattan once? Or was that the Beyonder? Okay, maybe that was Beyonder. She bitches at Johnny, telling him that she gave him that job because she wanted him to grow up. But she wasn't expecting this. It is unusual. Normally, when someone from the team is responsible for a world-threatening menace, it's her husband Reed, not her brother. Sue says, You were in over your head. And Johnny replies, You put me there and he says all he did was lose his wallet. He tells her to stop wasting her energy yelling at him and be responsible. He looks her in the eyes and she decides to give that big force field a try. She stands there and concentrates and starts creating this big force field that slowly starts to surround the entire building entirely, even underground, until finally she has the whole 10-acre facility surrounded in a big force field. But then, after she has it surrounded, she has to concentrate her ass off to keep it together. Back with Reed and Ben, they toss the bug creature back into his own dimension, and Ben is ready to be shrunk back to his normal size. Reed says he has to do some repairs to the device first. Ben is so big, he can't even sit on anything without breaking it. He sits down in front of the ray, and he's messing with it, and oops, he accidentally sets it off and it shrinks him down to ant-sized. The uncanny ant thing! This is an all-new, all-different Marvel comic for ya. Makes more sense than Ben Grimm being in the Gardens of the Galaxy with Flash Thompson, that's for sure. So a week later, Sue is stabilized at Office Park and got that under control. She's back at her computer, placing an ad for a new chief financial officer. Someone calls asking for a reference for Ethan Crane and Christy Stoger, the two scheming employees that try to get Johnny in trouble. Why would they give her as a reference? That's kind of dumb. Sue suggests they call Jacob Surardi. He might be allowed one phone call, you know, from prison. Sue notices a couple of resumes from two people who want to run the company. And those two people enter the room right at that moment, because it's Johnny and his friend Gian, the other executive. They want to run the company together. Sue thinks that Gian is a good choice, but she's not sure about Johnny. She agrees to promote Gian, and let Johnny continue in his job as well, provisionally. Just then, Sue gets a call from Ben asking for an advance on his paycheck. Johnny grins because now, he's the one that Ben has to grovel to for money. And that is the end of the issue. And that is also the end of the big stuff, small stuff storyline. Which is supposed to be the payoff for a couple of subplots that have been going on for the last few issues. The bug that came back from the other dimension, and the Johnny as a business executive story. First of all, the part where Ben gets shrunk down. I do think it's kind of cute when Ben is only a few feet tall. But then, he gets stuck in that air duct. So really, at that point, does it matter how small he is? He's crawling through an air duct, chasing a bug. So I don't think anything interesting is done while Ben is shrunk down. And then, he's made bigger into a Hulk-sized thing. And all he does is go around the Baxter building, tearing stuff up. He does that when he's normal-sized. So... That seems kind of pointless as well. I was a little more interested in the Johnny as a businessman story, with the two skimming co-workers trying to get Johnny in trouble. And in part one, it has a nice ending where it turns out Johnny had played the two executives as fools, and shows that he's not as dumb as you would think. But then in part two, Johnny and Sue have to battle a wallet made out of unstable molecules. I don't know if I really like the idea that unstable molecules can be turned into some kind of deadly menace. Can't Reed invent something that won't threaten the entire existence of planet Earth? He supposedly makes a lot of money from selling his patents. But I wonder, what patents? How is he making all this money? What exactly has he created that isn't dangerous and can actually be useful to people? I don't think this has ever been made clear before. I'm actually kind of curious to know more about how the business side of the FF works. Well, anyway, that's all I have for now. If you have any questions about the Fantastic Four, about this podcast, or if you need relationship advice, you can email me at podcastff at D... gmail.com follow me on twitter dave Elliott at podcast FF, and you can download other episodes of itunes and find them all at www.podcastff.podbean.com so long kids this podcast is over when we all finally